Welcome to Today on Broadway for Veterans Day, Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, can you confirm and or deny that you are, mm. in fact, Patti LaBelle's adopted son slash nephew? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a gay black man, actually. <laughs> Well, which is about as accurate as that Dean politician guy from uh, Pennsylvania yeah, exactly, posting it on Twitter. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God! What is what going on? What a day! On? What a day! And Patty Labelle's nephew slash son, who may or may not just be a paid cover for a politician who got mm-hmm. you know caught using a fake burner account, also works for a Philadelphia area landscaping company. <laughs> like, what is the simulation? Needs to be reset oh, because so so good. It's so bizarre. The world is a vampire. No, the world is completely off its axis, and I can't tell what is going on anymore. What was what was the name of the politician again? I can't remember. It was Dean. First name was Dean something or other. I mean, he was a local Dean, politician. Basket? Uh, no. Something like that. <laughs> no, <it's just> <laughs> exactly. It was, but I saw a tweet that was like Dean, whatever his last name is, total landscaping, and that was. Oh my god! It made me laugh really hard. So the whole the <laughs> that's world. His, that's his full name. Yeah, as they say in the Hamilton, uh, the world is upside down. Exactly, Dean Browning. So the tweet is D- Dean Browning, total landscaping. Oh my god. What does the world come to? Good times. Good times. Catch up if you have no idea what we're yeah, talking if you have about. Because no you, you missed a, an adventure. Yes. Unfolding in real time on the Twitter machine. But speaking of good times, if you would like to join Broadway Radio over at Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Not only do you get all of our episodes first before they land in the regular feed, but... You can also participate in every Sundays this week on Broadway. If there are guests, you can submit questions to the guests. If not, you could just submit uh, comments and questions to the regular today or this week on Broadway panel. So uh, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio for that. Speaking of things that don't exactly make sense, but maybe a little bit, Ashley, we mm. got we got kind of a surprising announcement yesterday, especially mm-hmm. given how much notice we normally get for these types of things. As on Tuesday, NBC announced that in less than a month, on December 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and also Pacific Time, uh, it'll be filmed as they're taped as well. They will be broadcasting Dr. Seuss's The Grinch musical, which I'm guessing is just Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas Mm -hmm, musical just renamed as to avoid confusion with all of the previous film and TV adaptations. The broadcast will air, like I said, at 8 p.m. on both coasts and will star Matthew Morrison as the Grinch. Uh, Um, The the great and the good Dennis O'Hare will play Old Max, who is the Grinch's dog and essentially the narrator in the show. And then Boo Boo Stewart, who is one of the stars of the Descendants franchise, will play the younger version of Max in uh, kind of the the real time part okay. of the narrative. And Is that true? I never realized Max yes. was the narrator. Yes, uh, the old Max is. Um, but, oh, but let weird. me let me tell you something though, dear listeners. O'Hare and Stewart could not look any less alike. Um, one is a short, kind of frail, pasty white man. Um, and the Relatable. other is a very, fairly law, large strapping man of color. Um, 
so I, I, okay, whatever. I mean, they're supposed to be playing a dog, so who cares? Yeah, I just, really doesn't matter. No, I just thought it was interesting. I just thought the casting was interesting. But um, if you have watched all of the Descendants movies, as I have, Boo Boo Stewart plays the son of Jafar, uh, named Jay, uh, long hair guy. Mm, so, I have not watched anyway, a single one, so I will trust you on it. I, 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 I have no choice to believe you because I will not, I mean, not be following up on the matter. I mean, when you've got Cheno and Cheyenne Jackson and Kathy and Jimmy. That's true. And, there are a lot of people uh, in and, it. Yeah, Dove Cameron. Um, you know, lots of theatery people in there. A lot so. of people. A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not people that Ashley cares much about. But anyway, <laughs> um, they will also be introducing Amelia Mento as Cindy Lou Who. Now, unlike the previous NBC live-ish musicals, whatever we're calling them, this will not be done on a soundstage like a traditional TV product. But instead, it will be filmed on the stage of the Troubadour Theater in London and will feature an ensemble of West End talent. So, Ashley, before we get into this, let me just say Mm -hmm. that I am very glad to see NBC continuing their commitment to semi-live musicals on their network during the holidays. I think this is a wonderful tradition, and after a little bit of a hiccup there, um, for for a year or two, um, I am glad that it is back, and I hope that it endures for years to come. Absolutely. And I think that doing the Grinch musical, whatever we're calling it, makes complete sense. It's something that everybody knows. It'll get good ratings. It'll be a holiday favorite. That's awesome. And there are already like 75 versions of the Grinch that play in their right. programming anyway, so they might as well just add another one. Not complaining, because I'm a big fan of the Grinch. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. But Maddie Morrison is the Grinch. I mean, I think he's he's incredibly talented. I mean, if you saw him in South Pacific or sure. um, or even Hairspray or um, uh, A Light in the Piazza, and I guess Glee too. Obviously, mm. totally talented guy. But Patrick Page, he is not. Well, I mean, who is? Let's let's be very Patrick Page. That's literally yeah. it. yes. There's it it. a short list. It's a short list of one. Yeah, uh, the roles that. Matthew Morrison has played in the past have been well fit for the kind of actor that he is for the most part. Yeah, uh, a male ingenue, basically. Exactly. And this is the very opposite. So we could be very pleasantly surprised and I will happily take that. But I, I can't think of any casting that i'm less convinced by i mean look he he is it's been a while since he's been on on a broadway stage i guess the last time he was on stage was in finding neverland right i Um, think so so, yeah so it's so it's been a while um and lieutenant cable i mean there's some meat to that role uh as well so it's not like it's all been link larkin type stuff i mean he's he's had some weight on stuff but like when Patrick Page originates the role on stage and you've got that voice. You've got a lot to live up to. Right. I mean, it, well, it's not only that. It's just that's a completely different type of performer yeah. from no, Matt Morrison, sure. who is, for sure. um, you know, a, a much more of a light, um, talented, again, I mean, range from Hairspray to Light in the Piazza. But it's just like, huh, not where I would have seen that going. I could have actually seen Dennis O'Hare playing yeah. that role maybe a little bit more again a different type so than patrick page but still somebody who he's he's done assassins i mean he's got some some chops not a great mm-hmm. voice like matt morrison but True. like it's a little weird it's it's a little strange yeah i don't really i mean if, what is this going to consist of music wise other than 
you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, and whatever the song they sing at the end is that I don't know the name of. <laughs> like, Welcome Christmas. It, Those are both yeah. in there. But I mean, from what it says in the press release, this musical version with book and lyrics by Tim Mason and music by Mel Marvish, um, that is the Broadway version um, of uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. What I was going to so. say is, is, are there a lot of songs specifically for the Grinch that aren't like the snarling kind of Grinch thing is what I'm looking for. Well, I will tell you, friend, that I do not remember uh, many of the songs in the show, <laughs> okay. but um, the Grinch does have a, a lot of songs. Um, uh, things like One of a Kind, I Hate Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, you know, there's there's a number of songs for him in there. Uh, who is one, I guess, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of singing in there. So, but okay. I'm not, a, I don't, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I saw the tour a few years ago and I don't remember. Much I know it, so. absolutely nothing about it, clearly. So I've got to kind of trust that. So, yeah, well. And it's the Grinch. It's I the mean, Grinch. it's the Grinch, though. It'll it's be fun. Grinch. It'll be fine. Um, but like a lot of these musicals that were made for like the holidays, um, uh, you know the the Christmas Carol ones and and the Christmas Story. They're fine. I already they're ent- not necessarily meant to stand on their own. They're meant to stand on the nostalgia of the original. I are, I was gonna say I already anticipate people being really annoyed about it being a musical, and they are just expecting another you know live version of the movies. Like we need another live one. Yeah, there's that. It's gonna be then, it's gonna be into the be- woods all over again. <laughs> Yeah, and then it, and then you're going to have all of the theater people being annoyed because that's what we do mm. during these live music. Just be annoyed. But, that's what we do. Yeah, that is what we yeah, do. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. All right, moving on from that. Um, in other news, yesterday the Broadway Advocacy Coalition announced the musical event. I think it's Broadway Verse or Broadway Verses. And it's Verses uh, because it's based off the show that they were doing. I can't remember on what. BET maybe? Oh, yeah. Oh, is that what it's based on? I'm assuming so. Oh, okay. I, okay. So let me let me go back. In the press release, it says it's inspired by the cultural phenomenon Verses, which is V-E-R-Z-U-Z. That's the thing on BET where they put like two legends and they like battled right. back and forth right. that's what that is yeah exactly oh, okay i didn't i didn't re- i didn't put two and two together that's i didn't realize assumption. that was the name of the show that's my assumption yeah. because that's like really i mean it's all been you know two black legends going at it and this yeah. is from broadway and- Ad- advocacy coalition and we've got two legends who are doing it to start off immediately i think the aforementioned Patti LaBelle did one of these, did she not? I believe um, she did. I think with Shaka with, Khan. I think it was with Gladys Knight. Well, yes. I y- think. You're right. It was Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight. You're right. Okay, so that makes much more sense as to what's going on. I wasn't 100% following, but I but that makes total sense. So thank you for correcting me on that. I got you. Um, but essentially what this is, is it's going to be a musical event to celebrate the careers of Tony winners Andre DeShields and Lilius White, the aforementioned icons. BAC mm-hmm. will honor the legacies of these icons while raising funds to support the next generation of BIPOC leadership within the theater industry through the Cody Renard Richards Scholarship Program, awesome. as well as BAC's other initiatives to support and empower artist activities or artist activists. Um, BAC co-founder Amber Amon will host the live stream event, which will take place at Schubert Studio. And you will be able to view it on Tuesday, November 17th by registering or donating at broadwayvs.com. The evening will feature song selections from the two icons' extensive careers on Broadway and on film, including the music from The Wiz, Dreamgirls, Hercules, The Life, The Full Monty, and more, as well as conversations between the two iconic Broadway stars. So, 
Ashley, it, mm-hmm. for people who don't know what Versus was or is, explain exactly what that oh, format God. is like. For uh, for, <laughs> uh, your, you know, lead white correspondent here. To but talk you are a them. bit more pale than I am. Yeah, so yes. I'm a little bit more pale. Uh, yeah, you'd have two music icons, as you said before, like Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle, and they'd be... It, it mainly be, I think everybody was a black artist, so it would be R&B and hip hop, and they would go against each other in song rounds over several hours and just battle it out. And it was pretty excellent. It wasn't a BET thing, like I thought. It was just a web series, which I looked, just looked up. But yeah. Yeah, I think um, some of the big ones that you might have seen were like T-Pain and Lil Jon. I remember um, Teddy Riley and Babyface getting a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. Like it was a very weird. I think that one was really contentious and really bizarre. Like there was a lot of like um, technical difficulties and they had to do a second one. Then you had like Erica Badu and Jill Amazing. Scott, Nelly and Ludacris. Um, and then in the summer, we had Alicia Keys versus John Legend, DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Uh, Brandy versus Monica, which was, uh, I mean, for a 90s kid like me, that was a lot. Uh, and then Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle. So I, I knew about all of these. I just didn't realize that was the name of the show. So I'm glad that we got that. I'm here um, to help. I'm here to help. <laughs> you are our resident, um, yeah. white yeah, correspondent. Yeah, resident so white correspondent. Senior white correspondent. Se- very, very daily show. Yeah, you <laughs> senior white correspondent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on and talk about some other streaming things. First up, tonight uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, the great and the good Michael Servers will perform a solo concert streaming live from Lorenzo Wolf's Groovy Restoration Sound Studio in Brooklyn. It will nice. be free to watch, and fans can contribute tips via Venmo or PayPal. We will have the information there in the show notes if you would like. Seeing uh, Cerberus do his own music is very, very cool. I'm sure you've seen. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. his band called? Um, oh, some, about God. a horse or something in there. Oh, no. I don't know. Matt. I don't know. Wild Stallion. Or it's not. That's not what it is. But anyway. It's um, Wild Stallion. He's renaming it to Wild Stallion, <laughs> actually. Should. It's a great name. Um, another concert coming up this weekend on November 14th, which is Saturday, was something we've talked about before. Laura Benanti live from the West Side. Um, she will be doing a concert that'll be $30. It's coming from Paper Mill Playhouse, but it mm. is being streamed in conjunction with a number of performing arts organizations around the country. If you purchase a ticket, you can purchase either through Paper Mill Playhouse and they will get the benefit of that purchase, or you can do it through your specific local arts organization, um, theater. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's very cool. Um, Laura Benanti did a little bit of an interview on Tuesday and in it, she said that leading up to the election, because she was doing Melania on oh, Colbert God. a little bit more, right. People actually returned tickets because of it and she felt really bad about oh, no. how, how that gig and her political stance and she's not really on social media anymore so it's really just that portrayal of melania trump on colbert I mean, um i'm assuming was, they were returning because they don't like her making fun of melania yes, and if that's yes. the case then you know good riddance <laughs> but yeah because Let's be honest, uh, Laura Benanti is perfect. She's perfection incarnate. Correct. And correct. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So if you would like to view both, uh, either or both of those concerts, we will have the links in the show notes. Michael Cerverus's band is not called Wild Stallion. It's called oh, it. Loose Cattle. 
I was in the I was in the the right ballpark. You were in the live you were in the right farm. You, it was yes. the right livestock ballpark for well, sure. Not, not only that, but loose cattle and wild stallions, they're kind of the same. I mean, they are uncontrolled yeah. four-legged absolutely. cowboy related animals. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm taking that as you a win. Na- you nailed it. I'm taking you, that as a win. You absolutely <laughs> nailed it with this splinter band burly sheep. Yes, uh, that is a uh, Curly McLean victory for me. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on to some feel-good recommendations. Over the weekend, Jesse Mueller returned for her second live Seth Rudetsky concert series event. Um, this one is now uh, available on demand. But the clip that we have from uh, her performance is of her singing Good Night, My Someone mm. uh, from Music Man, which she did in Washington, D.C., uh, opposite Norm Lewis. Um, I... I'm going to go ahead and say this. I she want is, that cast more. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I'm going to say it ahead of you. I want that cast so much more than I want. The, the thing is, is like, you're not getting Music Man done on Broadway without Hugh Jackman. No, but, no, which is dumb. But Jesse Mueller is a, she's too young to play opposite. Well, man, I don't know. The whole I age so. thing with this is know. weird because then with Sutton Foster, who's pushing... I don't know. Is she pushing 50 or is she put 45? I don't she's know how pu- old she is. She's pushing 50, I think. Her voice is wrong for it, though. I hate this Yes, that's this a whole cast. other story. I hate it. I hate it so much. But then you've got to start trying to figure out the whole, like, Winthrop issue. Like, mm-hmm. is, the, is her mother too old to have had Winthrop? Like, it's just getting weird. Jesse, Jesse Mueller is a phenomenal um, belter, we all know. But if you don't know her legit voice... She mm-hmm. has a like her yeah. legit voice oh, is yeah. legit. Yeah. Um, so she is amazing. Uh, so definitely check that one out. And then finally, I, th- I don't remember if we've talked about this, but I feel we didn't like it talk was about it. We didn't we talk did- about it. Okay. If you did not know, starting on Friday, November 27th, Tony Winner and former Tommy Moore guest James Monroe Eigelhart will be hosting a new competition series on. HGTV. It'll be called The Biggest Little Christmas Showdown, in which I'm guessing they're like designers are making miniatures for like Christmas villages. Um, I think that's what it is. Um, But James is hosting. It'll be, uh, it'll premiere on November 27th and then run throughout the holiday season. The designers will win a grand prize of $50,000. It looks great. And I am so ecstatic for James to, uh, to just get yet another job to add to his list of many, many jobs. Um, But so cool. And like, you know, I talk about my my love of Hallmark movies, but like HGTV and cooking shows, like those are in the same vein for me. It's just like something you put on and don't really pay attention to. Like I'll watch kind mm-hmm. of, uh, I'll watch um, Chip and Joanna um, while I'm scrolling through Twitter or TikTok and then hear them talk about Shiplap or something. Um, but I'm very, <laughs> very excited uh, to watch this one starring James uh, Monroe Eigelhart. That's not usually my area, but I mean, I love a reality Christmas competition, like any of the like the Food Network ones. I think yeah. they're on where they totally. do like the baking championships. All about that. So I feel like this is going to be very much in the same vein, even though, as you said, it's Christmas miniatures, which I'm very here for. I love me a Christmas village. Yeah, absolutely. My favorite one, my favorite, like, you know, good-natured, fun competition series. Oh, I thought you were about to rank your favorite Christmas villages, which I would have been very here for. My, 
I'll tell you, my mom, um, when I was, not necessarily when I was growing up, but like was a teenager in high school, she had a, a number of Christmas Village sets. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, growing up in Ohio, like, that's a thing. Down here in Florida, like, you barely mm. know it's the holiday season anymore. Oh, but, that's so upsetting. Uh, my favorite one of these types of shows is actually on NBC called oh. uh, called Making It or Make It. Oh, Made it. with Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler? Yeah, it's so good. I hope so they get another season good. out of it. It's such a great show. I think they are. I think they well, are. Well, I just mean with COVID and everything, like, you never know what's going to happen. But. That's very true. But, I mean, they're doing, like, the British Bake Off and things like that. So, I'm guessing they would take that as... Is like let's hope yeah i hope because so. it's love basically that it's basically the se- same setup as the british bake-off like it's exactly. literally in like the same looking set uh, and make all that a, stuff they would make them like do a bubble and then come and build a bunch of stuff yeah which so i'd good. be very happy for yeah i love that show and mm-hmm. nick and amy trading puns is like <laughs> it's like the giggle inducing cure that we need for all that ails us in 2020 and nick offerman has the best giggle so yes it really really does all right that is all that we have for today thank you for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook and twitter at broadway radio and you can find me on twitter and instagram at bwb matt ashley where can people find you you can find me on twitter and instagram no this is ashley all right this is normally where i uh pitch patreon one more time but i'm not going to head Ooh, over wow. to the land grant holy land podcast oh feed i do a bunch of ohio state sports related podcasts over there as well but Coming up on Thursday in our what we call our Stick to Sports podcast, Tia Johnston and I, uh, my co-host for that show, we get into like things that are semi-related to sports and then not related to sports at all. But we have come up with the most important thing that you are ever going to hear uh, in your entire lives. We have set up a bracket to determine the very best chip in the world. We are starting with the tortilla region. Okay, now you've got my attention. Yeah, I, was, have... I was I was blocking out most of that, yeah. but then you mentioned chips and I'm here. Let's party. We've, we've got the tortilla region this mm-hmm. in this Thursday's episode, the potato potato chip region next Thursday. Huh. Then we have the flavored chip on the following Thursday, and then the final region will be the chip adjacent region. And we are going to uh, invite people to uh, once we get them down to two per region. Invite Twitter followers followers at LandGrant33 to vote on their favorite chips. So uh, that'll be crab chips. What's that? It's crab chips. Uh, Crab chips. Mm -hmm. Delicious. All right. I'll make sure that Tia puts those uh, puts those in our flavored region. Absolutely. That's like pure Maryland chip. Delicious. Good to know. All right. You can hear that podcast episode. <laughs> I also talk about TikTok in that episode. Um, oh, that'll geez. come out on Thursday. Cover so. the culture. Yeah. Well, you know, we're a sports podcast, obviously. Anyway, <laughs> and everybody. <a> podcast. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, have a wonderful Wednesday, a wonderful hump day, everybody. And we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>